Yeah, Bill Clinton really scapegoated in there, if you know what I mean. Yeah, dude. You know? Her mouth didn't touch my penis. <laughs> Did you have inner relations with that young boy? That's what he said. Oh, he said that about we. I know he didn't say that about his penis. I did not have sexual relations with that young woman. I guess, dude, she runs a brothel now, apparently. What? I All right, welcome to episode 25, our last episode of our first season of the Fried Verts Tap podcast. Very melancholy, it's mixed emotions over here, honestly. But I'm your co-host, Mike Bisson, a.k.a. Mikey Modems, and I'm joined with the one and only... Mike Ram, guys. Thank you for joining once again. We Hey, we've made it to the season finale of the first season, and... Um, Whoever our Brussels guy is, we have not met you yet. We uh, just want to thank you especially for sticking with it's us. It's so cool, honestly. We love the fact that there's some some dude in Brussels listening to us. We absolutely love it. And, uh, yeah. We're going to dive into this episode. What do we want to start off with? Well, I'm thinking, so this is our first time ever doing a podcast. You know, This is our first attempt at it, and it was a bit of a learning curve, to be quite honest, especially considering we're doing all the filming, the editing. We're coming up with ideas, content ourselves. Producing, we're doing, we're directing. doing everything, um, and it's been a learning curve for sure. So, what do you think is something? I I know immediately what I'm gonna say. You might probably gonna say the same thing. What do you think is the biggest lesson you've learned, or kind of thing you've learned since we started doing this? Biggest learning curve about this whole entire process would be, I guess, figuring out just the layout of the episodes, how we want to continue moving forward how we want to strategically implement what we're going to do with topics in that episode. And the um, editing process is a huge factor in my mind. And this whole thing actually realized how unfunny I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, so what I think that for me, what I was going to say, the biggest thing I learned is that these, these mics are live. And if you watch our first episodes, it's, they seem very chopped up a bit. And it's because we weren't thinking that, like, Dude, we're sitting there coughing, we're clearing our throats, we're spinning, we're doing all sorts, we're talking over each other, and we're not paying attention to, like, we're moving our mics, we're tapping everything. That is a nightmare when you sit down to edit it. And you asked the... You also have to put into account is that when I was learning editing, it was me starting episode one. I went down to my buddy's house, who was a YouTuber, and he taught me how to use Final Cut Pro, which is an Apple product, came with my MacBook Pro, and he, I literally learned how to use it on episode one. So each episode I got better and better and better. And it's where we're at now, guys. And we hope to only get better from here. And we want to bring on guests soon. And uh, we're, our episodes will get longer. I understand they're short. And even when I'm listening to them, I get a little frustrated at the end. Because I'm like, oh, that was so funny. I wish it was still going. We leave ourselves wanting more. Exactly. That's we, right. We leave the audience wanting more. And Hopefully. we're going to be there soon at 45 minutes so don't worry folks we're getting there yeah we're, it's been a whole learning curve but i think um honestly i think the biggest thing at least i think you can agree with maybe not the biggest thing in your eyes but i think a very big thing the making noise off when i'm talking like we just weren't even thinking about that like these the mics are live so like, we don't have mics that we hit stop and go which we're going to get soon and that's a learning curve with the editing process just minor things but one big thing i do want to bring in our podcast is I want to be able to do a lot of giveaways. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I see all these YouTubers able to give stuff away, and I want us to be able to do that. I want to be able to give a lot to people who need it. 
and I want to do a lot for good people. For that, that, I agree with that. And that that is something I, I, would, I wholeheartedly agree with. I want to build homes for people who need it, veterans who came back, or you know, people who just down, yeah. lost their house to a hookers home. for the poor. Hookers for the poor, but that's you know what right. I mean. Yeah, no, we're not serious. It's a hundred percent that I do. Um, that's something that we've talked about. We definitely want to do that. One thing I, we also have talked about. And this is more of a selfish point I'm making, but we've been very excited that hopefully we can at some point in the future start doing remotes, start going to like different events, going like we've been talking different cities we want to go check out, do different things. Oh yes. So we have some ideas cooking for that, and hopefully. In the future, that will be something we're able to do, hopefully, because uh, we're not going to spoil, no spoilers, but we definitely have been uh, sitting down, we've been brainstorming, we've got some great ideas, we think. You know what would be fun? Going to Puerto Rico and building a few homes for people who have lost in a hurricane. Oh uh, my god, that'd be, yeah. Get a crew down there, build in their homes, bada bang, bada boom. That yeah. would fill my heart. That's right, it really would. <laughs> it would. It would be good stuff. So yeah, we've definitely learned a lot making this podcast, and uh, we're thankful that you guys, whoever's our dedicated followers, thank you for continuing listening. Yeah, we really do appreciate it, and um, we're gonna reward you. Don't worry, people will be rewarded yeah. with giveaways. We're gonna, ha- it's gonna. It's get- either gonna be monetary or sexual, so you're getting something out of this. It's only gonna get better from here. It's probably gonna be sexual. Grow with us. Grow with us, right? Yeah, Comment down right. below. Let us give us suggestions. What you think we should add or take away from this show? Comment below. Let us know what you think. And, we'll and make them, if you want, make them mean, make them funny. Make them funny, of course. This is a funny podcast. And we try, sometimes. We try. Sometimes we're not, but you know, we're hmm. only human. We're only human. But you know, real quick segue, Mike. So I don't know, I don't know if I, if you remember when you were younger, okay? You remember being younger? Yeah, of course. All right, so when I was a kid, I was when I was in elementary school, I used to every, I used to wear every single day, I'd wear a shirt from the brand Gap, okay? The clothing line. And you know how cool, cruel kids can be, you know? Yep. They see you wearing a Gap shirt, and they go, oh, Mike's wearing Gap. Hey, Mike's gay and proud. Now, we both know there's nothing wrong being gay. Of course not. Wow, I never heard that saying yeah. before. Well, that was something. They'd tease you for it, all right? Wow. And, like, you know, at that age, you don't want to be made fun of. So you know what I did, Mike? What? I traded in all my Gap shirts for Old Navy. Oh. All right? Traded in the Gap, put on the Old Navy. Well... As it turns out, the Navy's pretty gay, too. (laughs) (laughs) You know, their old Navy just bought Gap, I'm pretty sure. Gap and Banana Republic and all of them. Of course they did. Yeah, seriously. That's funny. That is funny. That is too funny. But it very, um, you know, it's a little melancholy. Last episode of the season. This is the season finale, and that's why I say bring those comments down below and let us know. I want your suggestions. Yeah. I want to know what you guys, we should do for giveaways, charity, what would you add, take away. Oh, hey, what about all the, do you, how many fucking paper products do you go through? I'm going through paper roll, paper towels, tissues, and toilet paper like a motherfucker. I'm murking tampons. Jesus Christ. Yes. No, and yeah, no, you know, I'm going through tissues, 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 which in turn, I'm going through fucking lotion after lotion after lotion. <laughs> I'm a bit of a lotion aficionado. <laughs> what is it? Aleve lotion? What's the Aleve? Is that what it is? It's good stuff. No. no, is that lotion or is that headache medicine? Oh, that is headache. Oh, aloe. I don't know. I forget that. No, it's not Aleve. Aleve is the back pain, headache stuff. Um, aloe vera. Aloe vera. Yeah. Shit glides, son. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Have mercy. <laughs> Have mercy. So, you know, uh, so we're very proud that we're from New Hampshire. We're very proud we're able to represent our, our state. 
um, in our podcast, something we've talked about. Well, I'm technically from Massachusetts. Oh, the new the New England area. We're happy. We're to be. both from New England, yeah. So we're, we're happy to be representing where we're from. You know, and a lot of people don't know this. Adam Sandler is actually we're from Nashville, New Hampshire, and about 15 minute drive north is Manchester, New Hampshire, and that's actually where Adam Sandler is from. Yeah, he graduated high school from there. Yeah, and uh, you do meet people, you go out to the bar every once in a while, you're going to meet the person who claims to know him. Did, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. The next town over, Sarah Silver. Oh, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. Is from Bedford, New Hampshire. And Mandy Moore is from Hollis. And Seth Myers is from Manchester. Yeah, and Bedford. Gigi Allen. If you're not familiar with Gigi Allen, punk rock legend. Fun fact, I had my prom photos in Adam Sandler's house that he built in New Boston, New Hampshire. Did you really, huh? Yeah, he sold it to this Indian family, and we took pictures, and it was, dude, it was a mega mansion. They had an indoor pool. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, it was a mega mansion. These I people mean, couldn't even fill it with their furniture. It was so big. Well, I, Adam Sandler, so like, I got to see him live a few months back. He was very funny live. Rob Schneider opened for him. I believe I went over that. Rob Schneider opened for, for Adam Sandler. They're still yeah. best friends, huh? Yeah, they're still, they're still, I love they're that still homies, dude. Hey, Mio, to us. <laughs> yeah, but you know what's funny that happened when I saw him live is uh, I went to the bathroom, and right when I got up and I was in the bathroom, everyone I was with, they put on the, the big uh, build, the screen. They filmed, you know what was it called? The big screen at the games. Or you know what I'm talking about. The big screen. Megatron, Oh, yeah. the Megatron. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it is. The Megascreen or whatever. Yeah, but Megatron, isn't that? Megatron's like Megatron. a Godzilla villain. Isn't that like a Transformer? It might be, yeah. Something. All right, we're wrong. Megatron. Yeah, yeah. it's like a villain. Uh, but yeah, as soon as I get up to go to the bathroom, they did that. But actually, um, I remember you were telling me actually a pretty funny, I thought it was side-stitching stuff, where you were uh, Adam Sandler. What did you do again with that restaurant? Same place I met DMX, actually. Oh, my God. One time at a local restaurant here, and um, I called them up, and I ended up convincing this restaurant. I was part of Adam Sandler's team. And to get us, they said they were they were closing or the dining room was closed. I ended up convincing them that we're coming with a team of 20 people. We're just filming a movie up about an hour away. He is from the area we want to do and we want to eat there. He loves this restaurant. And uh, they went out of their way to clear out the dining room and everything. And, dude, it was hilarious. And it is really funny. You're an absolute ass. <laughs> but it's, just, it's so funny, though. It really is. You notice in basically every Adam Sandler movie, Rob Schneider is always in, and he's like, you can do it. Oh, yeah. They have, I like, love they it. They run together with each other. I mean, Adam Sandler fell off. I think he started making some shit movies, but Within he had the, some gold in the 90s. He made some shitty movies from, like, 2005 to, like, 2013. It was like, I, I feel like it was, like, upward trajectory. then he hit Mr. Deeds with, like, here, and then next was Anger Management, and that's when it started to go down. Yeah, I could say that. Yeah, and then he had some... Good movies in the mix that I didn't give a chance because I gave up on them. To be completely honest, you know, it was awful. Little Nicky, I liked Little Nicky. Oh, dude, that was the I worst movie I've ever Nikki. seen. Really, yeah. I liked Little Nicky, but um, I think uh, Anger Management might be my least favorite Adam Sandler movie. I thought that was way. Better I liked um, that's my boy with Andy Samberg. Um, that was actually pretty funny. It was really funny. Dude. Yeah, he keeps uh, he keeps whacking off to the picture of the grandma. Yeah, that was. Do you fucked. remember that, yeah. dude? That movie was. I actually rewatched it, and then he had that um. He buys like a book or something. I don't, it's like, and you open it. It's like how to screw in the dark, and you open it, and it's got a flashlight and a screwdriver. I laughed oh. way too hard at that scene. Doesn't he put a pen up his bum for nine ninety five? All right, this is kind of a segue little topic right here, but 
you know, we've both had many jobs, you know? Yep. Now, we've both come across some fucking terrible co-workers. Oh, of course. Now, I'm curious, who stands out to you? Oh, I don't, um... You know, I've had some terrible co-workers, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I can get into specifics. Now, this is one of those times where I ask the question because I'm waiting for my turn to talk. No, so, yes, I do, actually, all right? Now, I worked at this restaurant, and there's this guy, and he was hired to clean overnight, so he'd come in at 2 in the morning or 3, and he'd leave around 11. He stayed, he lingered. So this guy, I'm not even making this up, he, this guy, I'm using his name, his name was Dana, he's a fucking creep, and if he sees this, I hope he feels ashamed, alright? Wow. Yeah, dude, I'm not even making this up. By name. Dude, what he would do is he'd wait for people to come in, and like he, if he had the shit in the morning, which much of us do, dude, he would make your shit so weird. Like, I swear to God, the guy had a fecal fetish. Like, there's times I was literally in the stall shitting, and he's on the other, he's washing the door of the stall I'm shitting in. No. I do, um, there's one time, under the under the door, I see this foot with the rag come in and start cleaning. It's like, dude, how do you even know there's a spot there? All right? Now, what's interesting, it's not just me he did this to. He did this to everybody, okay? That's disgusting. It's so, dude, he has a fecal fetish. He's a freak. He sucks. All right? Now, here's the thing. is He took a week off, all right? Oof, week off. And poop. He took a week off. And, you know, it was nice being able to shit freely without someone suckling and sniffing at it. So you had a, that was, he was that bad you had to worry when you took a shit? Yeah, dude, and it's not just me, it was everybody. It was so bad. Every time you took and a like, shit? And, like, everyone who, the managers didn't give a shit. Um, That's disgusting. Yeah, it really is, dude. But, uh, so here's the deal, though. Here's, he took a week off, and everyone's enjoying to take, like, a shit in peace without someone, you know, outside fucking wafting it, but... <laughs> in turn, we had to do more cleaning because he was gone for the week. And then it, we realized quickly, like, you know, I don't mind him smelling my shit um, if he cleans. And it made me feel like a prostitute because he's getting a sexual drill out of it, and I'm getting something out of it, as it turns out, in the same. Is he so still I'm basically a hooker. Is he still working there? Yes, he is, I believe. Yep. What restaurant was this? I'm not using the name. Oh. Use his full name, not the restaurant? Not the restaurant. I, I didn't use the full name. It's the first name. It's got the freak of nature. I don't even... Dude, he lives in a... He's in the woods clubbing an animal right now. He's not on the internet. He's not going to see this. Ugh. This guy's a freak. And another really quick, funny... Another shit story. What is with that? But, dude, I once walked into my manager taking a shit. Like, I walked in the stall and I saw him on the toilet. And I didn't say anything to anyone. And just... He started just being an ass. There was one day he was just a fucking douche. And then I started just telling everybody, he wipes like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> wipes like a girl. Yeah. You've never had a bad coworker, huh? You're lucky. They suck. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I mean, eh, not too bad. That's good stuff, I've though. had a few, but I can't, I don't want, you know. Yeah, you're not going to blast. I don't mind putting this guy on blast, because, like, honestly, like, if you're going to stand outside my stall and fucking inhale my shit, then I can say whatever I want about you. Yeah. Like, seriously. I, you know me, I'm a big fan of horror movies. Ooh, horror movies. Now, this is very exciting. Yeah. All right? Um, yeah, I think it's actually this month, or it's coming out very soon. They had this Winnie the Pooh. It's called Blood and Honey. It's a slasher movie starring Winnie the Pooh. And what they did, the people who were making this movie waited for the trademark uh, trademarks or whatever to go into the public domain. Yep. Uh, Tigger is actually still owned by Disney, but everyone else in the Winnie the Pooh is now in the public domain. So they're making a horror movie uh, with this character. It's going to be in theaters for one night only. But the same team who's making this horror movie 
uh, announced that now that Bambi is in the public domain, they're making a Bambi horror movie a as Bambi well. A Bambi horror movie? I'm there for all of it, Mike. Wow. Well, I know you are. You love horror movies. I really, really do. And I wish it the best success. And not to bring up Terrifier 2 again, but, you know, it's not the... We've talked about... I was going to say Jason Segel, but Steven Seagal. <laughs> but, you know, I hope it's had the same kind of success as uh, Terrifier 2, where kind of just the momentum of it kept it in theaters and it made a bunch of money. Because I love independent projects taking off. I love that. Oh, I love small independent films. Yeah. That's why I'm a big fan of the Baldwins and whatever they film. Oh, my God. So I, I only have them film. And, like, here's the other thing that I don't think was brought up. is that you, we, you edit, we edit, you know? Um... How much of the Baldwin conversation didn't make it into the final cut? Um, a lot. A lot, probably. A lot. Yeah. A lot. And how much made it into it? A lot. A lot. A lot. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Dude, this kid's obsessed with the Baldwins. You have to be. You don't. You gotta be. Honestly, at this point, you do. All right, so you're a huge Baldwin fan, so it's, and you bring him up a lot, all right? But, you know, it's kind of surprising... I feel like if Gordon Ramsay is someone who is in your wheelhouse of you being a fan of, am I wrong assuming this? Dude, I'm a huge fan. I love Gordon Ramsay. He's dude. so mean. It's so funny. Let's list off the name of shows you've had. I don't. I don't even have a list here. But dude, let's list them off. We can so name many. Them. Hotel Hell, Hotel Hell, Kitchen Nightmares, Kitchen Nightmares, Hell's Kitchen, Hell's Kitchen, Gordon Uncharted, Gordon Uncharted, um, Master Chef. Let's count Hot Ones. Master Chef Junior. He's on Hot Ones. Let's do that too. Hot Ones. Well, no, we, that's a guest star. I'm talking about shows he starred. Um, and he's probably had a few shows in England that I'm pretty sure five yeah. or ten. This guy has so many fucking shows. It's incredible. You know what's funny about I him? I love him. It's like he's like the opposite of Ellen, where Ellen has like a nice persona on camera, but she's a fucking raging bitch off camera. He's, and the, he's op the opposite. He's the opposite, yeah. He's got a heart of gold, but he's a fucking hilarious douche on film. Ellen DeGeneres is a douchebag. Dude, she's... She's uh, supposed to be, you know. I would never want her on our show. We should get her on if we can. Oof, no. We could just, dude, you know what's funny? I was thinking of a, dude, if you got, to, all right, this, I don't know why I thought of this. If I could talk to Hillary Clinton, who I think is a raging bitch as well, if I could talk to her, the only thing I'd ask her about is just Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> yeah, I, that's probably what I would ask about. Uh, oh, what else do I care about? I don't want to hear anything else except her take on Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, I'm not too big into politics. Yeah, but, dude, she's a, yeah, she's just, we're not going to get into politics, but, like, I just, I want it to be known. I think Hillary Clinton, she seems very unfriendly and unlikable. And I want to know her stance on him, Monica Lewinsky. I know the words that came out of Hillary Clinton's mouth was that she, as a United States senator from New York in 2001 or two, she said that she believed that marriage was between a woman and a man, so, and I'm part of the gay community, so, I don't know, that's what I have to say about her. Yeah. You know, um... Real quick though, not Monica Lewinsky. I kind of feel bad for her, cause I feel like any girl. She was like twenty one, twenty two. Was she? Yeah. When that happened, what girl in her position would not would turn down the president's advances? Yeah, he definitely took advantage of her. Yeah, that's not I mean. And like, she got labeled like a whore, and it's like, but it's like any girl or most girls in her shoes would have done the exact same thing. Yeah, one hundred percent. Especially at that age, and she got. Blasted across the media for doing that. She also got blasted with a cigar. <laughs> hey! Yeah. She sure did, Mike. <laughs> That's actually really, really funny. 
but yeah, I kind of feel bad. I think she got, I don't know. I just feel like she was a bit of a scapegoat. They made her, they vilified her, and I don't know. Yeah, Bill Clinton really scapegoated into her, if you know what I mean. Yeah, dude. You know, her mouth didn't touch my penis. <laughs> Did you have inner relations with that young woman? That's what he said. Oh, he said that about we. I know he didn't say that about I did not have sexual relations with that young woman. I guess, dude, she runs a brothel now, apparently. What? I heard that. No, come on. Yeah, I'm not lying. Monica Lewinsky? Yeah. She, she's like, uh, she, she runs like a brothel or like some burlesque kind of show or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know she's on TV. She's actually, I think she's doing pretty good for herself. She's yeah. making good money. Is she on TV? I thought she had, like, a TV show. That's who I'd love to have on this show is Monica Lewinsky. It was called Hooker Me Hooker? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. She, I would love... We, Monica, we love you. Come on the show, baby. Come on the show, huh? Mwah. Imagine she accepted our offer when she got here and we just froze so we didn't know what to say to her. We're going to have to... Because I, I really don't know what to ask her except, like, besides Bill Clinton. And she's got to be sick of asking, like, hearing that. If we want guests, like, liable, like, big-time guests on here, we're going to have to pay them, like, big money, I guess. Like, semi-big money to us because we're broke. We can, we can offer them sex. Yeah. What? The cutoff. What's your favorite cut of steak real quick? I think we did discuss this. We did. did we? we already went over this, yeah. All right, we'll cut all that part about steak out. <laughs> Favorite cut of why we can still go with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm not. We did go over this, dude. I'm a big ribeye fan. You are a big ribeye. With, with the melted blue cheese, crumbled sauteed onions, mushrooms, and peppers. Mwah. You know what's really good is steak gourd, Alfredo gourd. Oh what is that my called? god, steak gourd, like gorgonzola. Gorgonzola, gorgonzola Alfredo from uh, the Olive Garden. That is amazing. Yeah, and the Olive Garden's where this all started. Yeah, the Olive Garden is where uh, we all met. Yeah. And then I got. And we still got our homeboy Steve. Shout out to you, bud. Steve, we need to get him on here. We need to get. We him. really do. That'd be insane. Yeah, we got. He's gonna be one of the people we're gonna have. We're gonna have. Uh, we have. We have friends lined like, up. We want to get on here. My homeboy Mark. Shout out to you, homie. You're gonna be one of our first guests, dude. He's my buddy. We uh, met doing stand up. He's one of the funniest cats I know. Cannot wait to have him on here. Season four is when we're officially going to be airing with guests, I believe. So don't hold me to it, guys. But season four, I'm yeah. hoping for season four or three, maybe hope, maybe three. No, maybe. it's gonna be too quick, too quick, too quick. Because you already think about it. We're gonna yeah, be, we're flying through these episodes. We're dude. gonna be filming season two tonight. Yeah, we are filming tonight. So there's no way we're gonna be able to yet. Yeah, well, it's not gonna, we're not going to touch that until at least we're into your the new studio. we got to get comfortable. Get our, get our subscribers, guys. Please subscribe. Comment below. Give us suggestions. I've been saying this. We need you guys. We need you guys. The yeah, more, we really struggle. <laughs> you guys, yeah, you guys will be the backbone of this show by giving us uh, your input and, yeah. and watching, subscribing, liking, following, commenting, everything. And we're going to give out giveaways, so... It's going to be rewarding at the end. Trust me, guys. It might be a minute on the giveaways, but, but, wait, dude, we, should, we can give out like a 12 pack of soda. We want to be doing massive giveaways by spring of 2024. Yeah, I was going to say 23, no and way. I was just going to say fucking edit that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a realistic kidding. person. I know. But, Mike, this is coming to a conclusion of our very first season of Fry vs. Tappin. Now, the last song of the week. Can't the last song of the week. You know what I'm going to go with? Ooh. I'm going to go with Foil by Weird Al Yankovic. Ooh, Weird Al. A parody of Royal by uh, Lord. 
Oh, it's honestly did. hysterical. That was funny. I do remember that. Actually. It is honestly hysterical. Anything Weird Al you're gonna like. Weird Al is a friggin' legend, and he's friggin' amazing. I love Weird Al, dude. I'm I'm a big weird. It's not. The, we the, talked about him in episode ten, I believe. And we talked about Steven Seagal in episode one through twenty-five. So, yeah, we're talking about Weird Al for a quick second because I love him and he's going to be brought up again. Hopefully next season takes a shift from Seagal or whatever to Weird Al Yankovic. Let's do it. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all very much. You know, we're very happy you've tuned in. You know, we're on all those with Spotify. We're on everything. Everything is linked below. Thank you very much for tuning in. Mike, anything else? Guys, thank you so much. As you uh, have been told, we're on every social media and podcast platform. Check us out. Like, subscribe, and comment. I'm Mike Graham, your co-host, and uh, we'll be back for... This is our season finale. We'll be back for season two. See you guys. Yeah, toodles.